Hey everyone, Tom here, Alpha Metallica, back with yet another episode, yet another list uh, of this great band. But these are the best type of list episodes because, you know, we're getting your feedback. Uh, you may have noticed throughout the show that I do these kind of solo jaunts along with the whole alphabetical thing. And, you know, I'll go through top 10 riffs, top 10 solos of the band, albums, etc. We're pretty much running out uh, <laughs> very soon, but um, saving the best till last, as it were, uh, I did my top 10 Metallica songs which were my apocalypse nothing else matters this is from 10 to 1 i should say uh dyer's eve blackened for whom the bell tolls master of puppets number four is one number three is fade to black number two was orion number one was creeping death and you know go back if you want to listen to my explanation now i'll put the link in the description but um one of the things that i offered for out uh you know pleaded for and and gladly got were your lists your top 10 favorites uh dear alpha metallica listeners and you got in touch with me metallicapod at gmail.com please continue to get in touch with me just you know send me general cons- correspondence always always uh you know happy to read that stuff out it was great when i was just on metal up your podcast um and they read out the emails and it was just that was such a fucking great episode what a brilliant experience you know to be on that show and i want to say uh you know again huge huge thanks uh to clint and ethan and their fantastic show um check it out i was on there uh we did back to the front but we just sort of did lots of stuff i think the, e- the email section is one of the sections i really really enjoy because there's just lots of really good questions and you know intriguing sort of feedback and we discussed our top 10 there's another list we discussed our top 10 favorite metal albums as well so if you want to hear my list and clinton ethan's i think we mentioned that in the email section but also check out our review of the you know indispensable metallica memorabilia coffee table book i urge you yet again i am not being sponsored i should be sponsored i should have an affiliate link i don't have one but buy this book you're a metallica fan or if you know a metallica fan you love a metallica fan you've got a metallica fan for secret santa get them this book so yeah definitely check out the episode as well um patreon you can help support us patreon.com forward slash alpha metallica if you want to give back to the show, if you enjoy the show and want to help support us, that is greatly appreciated. Um, essentially, by supporting, you know, you get a shout out on the podcast, and you also uh, get the, you know, all the content goes there first. Essentially, you know, uh, a few days normally before episodes like this, for example, will be in there for a few days. Anything you know goes in there first. So if you want to help support, you want to get premium access, or if you just want to, you know, whatever, check out the page, see what's there. So yeah, we're getting into the emails. These are. I've received some great emails uh, for this episode. Really excited to get into all of these. Just before I begin, though, of course, follow us as well on Twitter at MetallicaPod. Please subscribe. Uh, please comment. Comment below, especially on this video. What are your top 10 favorite Metallica songs? Uh, let me know. Let's go into that. Did get some good answers as well in the comments of the original video. Uh, my top 10, so definitely um, go on there and uh, see what people wrote. And write your own down below. So we'll get into the first email. First email comes from Logan. Logan Novak, who's a you know a, a genuine great friend of the show. He has guested on the show twice um, for Broken Beat and Sky and damage case and you know those were both awesome episodes of thank you logan um he says hey tom here's my top 10 song list number 10 until it sleeps the song that got me into metallica not what i think of as a typical metallica song and that may be what helps it stand out to me number nine now that we're dead an absolute banger of a tune and one that seems to be a good mix of classic 80s and 90s load era metallica yeah yeah cyanide is number eight i love everything about this song from the sos intro to the rumbling bass into swinging main riff plus the solo into some sweet guitar harmonies into the bass riff and back into the main riff is a thing of beauty yeah it is actually that is a, a great curve number seven is battery uh, for logan one of the all-time classic album openers that previews the awesomeness of the entire master of puppets album yeah it is such a delicious brilliant starter for that reason and i was thinking of 
of kind of a weird way of putting across a point, but I realised just to go back quickly to the Metal Like Your Podcast, uh, back to the front discussion, that I um I think I repeated myself. I think I said twice. Oh, it, you know, we're only scratching the surface of this book, sort of thing. And to put it into a bigger, sort of more relatable context, perhaps consider this book as Master of Puppets as a record. Uh, you know, in terms of like time, in terms of how a linear kind of scale increasing, we probably cover about the nerna of battery that's all we get actually get into in the uh podcast so there's a fuck ton of stuff i just want to praise that book yet again but um number six is king nothing uh the build-up from kirk's droning intro to the main riffs is one of my favorite moments in any metallica song ever it's the one song of theirs i wish they played more often yeah i mean king nothing i think everyone would welcome that live i would have loved to have seen that live like yeah i think king nothing it's kind of even for a load scrooge like me i sort of appreciate uh, what King Nothing is. Um, Blackened is number five for him. Another one of Metallica's great intro songs. Just the ferocity and power in this song is incredible. And the backwards fade intro played forward sounds awesome as well. Number four is One, uh, one of the all-time metal classics, and for good reason. There isn't much to say about this song that hasn't been said a million times, that is true. But from 420 to 623 is the best representation of heavy metal. Wow. That is a huge statement, Logan. Awesome. And number three, For Whom the Bell Tolls. Uh, this feels to me like a song that best represents a huge songwriting leap, Metallica from Kill em All to Ride the Lightning. There are a few songs early in their career that get to breathe like this one does. They don't need to feel every second with chugging guitar and the song is better for it. Yeah, that's so true. And it does have that swagger, doesn't it? Bell Tolls, definitely, definitely. It just has this absolute, just real powerful sort of staunch movements, lunges. And yeah, it's a great song. Uh, two is Sabbath True. None More Heavy, another song that gets to breathe and stomp around, and no matter how down-tuned other bands may get, it doesn't feel like any song has the pure heaviness of the song's main riff. Yeah, that, these are golden points, but yeah, that is, yeah, it just is emblematic of such a kind of depth of ferocity that, yeah, it's hard to replicate, definitely. Number one, uh, this is a common number one. This is, of course, my number one as well, uh, Creeping Death. Uh, Logan says, the perfect song. It has no filler. No need for slow sections, and this song just rips from start to finish and never seems to lag at all. I wouldn't change a note. Can't wait to hear you on Metal Up Your Podcast. Says, obviously, this was slightly before. Take care. Thank you, Logan. That was a, a great list. Alex Finney is next. Another great friend of the show. Going to have Alex on very soon to do Die, Die, My Darling, which I believe will be the next episode coming up uh, sequentially. Um, he gives uh, some covers, first of all, um, which I appreciate. Ten is Crash Course in Brain Surgery. Nine is Itch Electric. Eight is Helpless. Seven is The Prince. Six is Blitzkrieg. Um... Shout out to uh, the Bl- shout out to Brian Ross of Blitzkrieg who was on for the Blitzkrieg episode. If you haven't heard that episode, this is me just interrupting Alex's list rudely. Uh, if you haven't heard that episode, definitely check it out. Uh, the guy who wrote Blitzkrieg's Blitzkrieg, I had him on the show to talk about Blitzkrieg. So yeah, it's pretty meta. Uh, five is Stone Cold Crazy. Four is Damage Case. Too late, too late with Lemmy. Three is Iron Man Paranoid with Ozzy. Two is Am I Evil. One is Bread Fan. And getting into Alex's main list, uh, he has an honourable mention, which is Atlas Rise. It's new and incredible. I don't know ultimately where it will end up, but I'm enjoying it a year on. So number 10 for Alex is Blackened. First Metallica song I ever heard. Immediately ripped apart everything I thought I knew and liked about music. Wow, yeah. Bleeding me. I take the leash that's leading me. This fawn in my side is from the tree I've planted. Those song lyrics work on so many places life takes you. He's taking the leash, but also digging himself to something better. Early on in James's faith quest, I think. Sewing fawn from the side. Yeah, yeah. Eight is Whiplash. We'll never stop, we'll never quit, because we're Metallica. Everything that's great about being a Metallica fan. Yeah, you are so right. I mean, you know, people can mock that kind of lyric phrase, but I think all of Kill em All, personally, for me, is so underrated. It's so fucking good. Like, when you just consider it in the context of where it came from, like, it's such excellent, uh, heavy guitar, pedal-point-driven stuff. Uh, number seven is Now That We're Dead. 
James doesn't write many love songs, but why should he when the two on the list capture the feeling so well? Six is Damage Inc. The speed, lyrics, and album position. Everything about this song is perfect. Yeah, the album position, you're so right. It's, it doesn't feel right anywhere else, really. It's kind of, you know, you do have these kind of manic openness to albums, of course. I'm thinking especially like Pantera and stuff. Later on would perfect that and Slayer, etc. But... Yeah, um, it does. It's kind of interesting closer, isn't it? Such an interesting statement, uh, you know, to really arguably the albums at its angriest as it ends. Um, number five is Sabbath True. Uh, five and four are similar songs and illustrate why I love the song Dream No More so much. Four, I should say, is Harvester of Sorrow. When I got into sellout discussions back in the day, I would ask, have you heard Sabbath True? It's a much better than things should not be. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Uh, four is Harvest of Sorrow. Could it be the same narrator of Master of Puppets? During my first listen to Unjustice for All, this was a song that broke the dam or camel's back. I was hooked. Metallica for life. Number three is Nothing Else Matters, which was the first dance uh, for Alex and his wife at their wedding reception. Expresses what is difficult to say. Oh my god. That's that, that's poignant, man. That's poignant. Uh, number two is Creeping Death. Oh, but he's he sort of putting Creeping Death and Master of Puppets together. I saw Metallica for the first time in 1989, one year after I became a fan. Seeing these two songs together blew me away. The unmistakable intros, amphemic lyrics, inescapable rhythm, shredding guitar solos, and the chants Master, Master, and Die, Die, Die. These songs amplify when metal will always be relevant. There is no other form of music in my experience that involves the fans on the visceral level, and Metallica are the masters. <sighs> Brilliantly put, yeah, again, these emails are great, so I want to say thank you to everyone so far for sending them in. And, uh, you know, get in touch again, metallicapod.gmail.com. Frank Neal is next. Uh, thank you, Frank, for getting in touch. He says, Tom, I just saw your tweet, so I thought I'd weigh in. Very difficult to select only 10 songs, and I'm not sure these are in any particular order, but here goes. Uh, he says, Creeping Death, Master of Puppets, For Whom the Bell Tolls, especially the SNM version. The God That Failed, Hardwired, Harvester of Sorrow, Battery, Leper Messiah, Four Horsemen, Frantic. I tried to avoid Enter Sandman 1 and The Unforgiven, though I totally dig those tracks as well. Look forward to the podcast. So yeah, um, of course I'm going to have Frank on soon as well, which is going to be really, really cool. Another guy that I had on, thank you Frank, another guy that I had on was uh, Luke, Luke Sineji. Uh, we did um, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? And we did Devil's Dance, which I think is just the most recent episode. So uh, shout out to Luke as always. Says, hey Tom, here's my list of favourite Metallica songs. Number 10, The Four Horsemen. It sums up the old Metallica perfectly. Raw, powerful and full of energy. Number 9 is Seek and Destroy. Good song to sing to. Opening riff is really catchy. Just a really fun song. Yeah, it is. I think that kind of what marks it as that elongated closer through a certain period of theirs. Like, he really wants this song that was kind of elastic and just had a sort of a, such an old, warning feel to it in such a satisfying way. And one of those riffs, like, when you play Sing and Destroy on guitar, you realise how simple it is, how it's literally just where your two fingers are and you have to be on the seven and eight. But it's, yeah, it's James all over. Um, number eight is one. First few minutes is pure gold. Rest is amazing too. Another classics. One of my favorite music videos. Yeah, shout out to Sam Wells. Uh, the music video. Our music video series doesn't seem to get much love. I don't know what that is, but uh, people don't seem to watch it much. But check it out if you're interested anyway. And our thoughts on music videos. Uh, number seven is Battery. Probably because we're too harsh. Uh, number seven is Battery. Opens up my favourite metallic album of a bang. Super thrashy with good melodic parts too. Number six is Blackened. Intro never fails to send chills down my spine. Tasty riffs all the way through. Yes, they are tasty, Luke. They are tasty. Especially the slower one a few minutes in. Yeah, that Yeah, that is... That's one of my favorite. I think that's my favorite riff, actually. I think I'm pretty sure I had that number one. Uh, Fate to Black is number five for Luke. Best of the ballads-ish songs by Metallica. Guitar is especially good in this one. Some real emotion in this song. There is, there is, there is. Four is uh, For Whom the Bell Tolls. Cliff's intro is probably the main reason I started playing bass. Short but great. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's a very... It's a lot in the song. And it achieves a lot more than a lot of Metallica songs do it, you know, near or twice the length. So, 
Yeah, it is incredible. Creeping Death, he says that I know why, which is, yeah, uh, I do know why. <laughs> Number two is Master of Puppets. What can I say? Obviously, we're getting, you know, very similar songs. Uh, Master of Puppets, what can I say that hasn't been said before? Iconic anthem, one of the best songs in metal that I'll never get tired of hearing. Yeah, I agree as well. For me... The beauty of Master Puppets uh, is that it never really repeats. Uh, there's always some sort of interesting variation going on there. Number one for Luke, uh, which is a great choice, is Orion. My favourite song of all time. Cliff's best work and perfect from beginning to end. Bass solo, he adds in all caps. And yeah, it's yeah, it's definitely one of my favourite songs of all time. I listened to it just recently, actually, walking on the way to work. And uh, it just had me spellbound, really, walking those Oxford streets. <laughs> It was, uh, yeah, it's an incredible song. So, yeah, thank you, Luke, again. Honourable mention, also, I should say, from Luke, was Anesthesia Pulling Teeth. Can't really compare it to proper songs, but it's one of my favourite pieces of bass music. Yeah, all the best, Luke. Thank you, Luke. Uh, Nick, also, shout-out to Nick. Got in touch as well, Nick Roller. Number 10 for him is Welcome Home Sanitarium. Number 9 is a thing that should not be. Number 8 is Trapped Under Ice. Fucking frantic, absolutely chaotic from front to end. I love Kirk's work on this, too. Number 7 is Nothing Else Matters for Nick. Our first real picture of a different side of James. I love everything surrounding its tune. Somewhat simplistic. The video is great and James is solo. Fucking hello. You are right, actually. James is solo is... Uh... Yeah, man. It's kind of... It's fantastic, isn't it, that James isn't soloed that much. Although, if you've seen him and Lemmy... Uh, I think me and Logan covered this in the Damage Inc. video. I think they're backstage somewhere. Matt Sorum's there for some reason as well. And yeah, James can shred. You know, James obviously can really fucking play. But when he does play, when he does kind of show his colours on Metallica songs explicitly... You know, they're always wonderful. They're always brilliant pieces. Um, number six is Enter Sandman. As much as I've heard it, as overplayed as it is, as much as I want to skip it sometimes, I can't. This song, that riff, that hook, it's fucking undeniable. Yeah, man, you are right. You are right. When I, again, whenever I... I'm just covering Load at the moment, and I was watching the Mother Load contest. I don't know if anyone's watched that, by the way. Check it out. Because I was four when it came out. I, had, I just saw it pass me by. Um, but going back... Uh, to this 1996, you know, classic is impressive. You know, it's such a weird concept of like these four trucks driving all around Europe, including Wales. They're like this <laughs> this valley girl, you know, red cheeked and waiting Lars. It's uh, yeah, it's pretty funny. So check that out. Um, number five is King Nothing. I love the atmosphere around the song, the creepy drone from Kirk, that killer bassline, James's delivery. The lyric is fucking great. Quote, I want that star, I want it now. I want it all, and I don't care how. It still gives me goosebumps. Yeah, I, I, it's cool to see King Nothing popping up in this list, um, because, yeah, it is a great song. Number four is Left Messiah. Love the riff, love that attitude. Even though it's a little transparent, it has become a little dated with the war cry against televangelism. Yeah, that's true. But I think that's part of its charm. It's a good example of where James was as a lyricist in 80, 85 to 86, yeah. Free is to live is to die. Amazingly melodic and surprisingly emotional. It just feels like the last visit from Cliff. Oh, oh man, Nick, you put it well. Hits me every time. Two is creeping death. It's fucking creeping death. <laughs> uh, one is disposable heroes. The best of the classic war songs, in my opinion. Oh man, great list, great list. Thank you, Nick. Our next email comes from Kevin Van Dam, who is a great friend of the show, someone who, not only a patron, uh, so thank you so much for that, Kevin, but someone I'm going to have on soon as well, um, for Either Beholder, which is going to be a really good episode. So, um, quite fittingly, number 10 is Either Beholder from Kevin. I will likely be the only person to ever put this on a top 10, but I love the riff and the lyrics so much that I can't help myself. It's a great song that is understandably overlooked, but it has some sort of natural frequency that resonates with me. Okay, okay, this is going to be a good episode. Uh, number 9 for Kevin is... Uh, Welcome Home Sanitarium. I can't articulate why this is one of my favourites. It just is. I think it's mainly the mo vocal melody, but I'm not sure. I'm also not sure if melody is the correct musical term in this context. Yeah, I know there's something quite... 
elusive and ethereal about Sanitarium, isn't there? I don't, yeah, there's definitely something, some magic on that song. Uh, eight is bleeding me for Kevin. I'll be in the smallest of minorities on this one, but I've always, I've always immediately in, connected with this song. And if you ever watch live performances of this song, you can tell that it's especially emotional charge for James. He even implores the crowd to feel it. Plus, there's a good solo work from Kirk on this one. Number seven is Orion. This is the best instrumental metal song that's ever been made, hands down. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Cliff's influence and classical knowledge are all over this one, and that actually comes out even more if you listen to the Apocalyptica version, which I haven't actually seen, where the stringed instruments work so well that you would think the song was written with that intent. Orion should be on S&M Part 2 if that ever happens. Yeah, it totally should. Number six is The Unforgiven. I love everything about this song. It's heavy, filled with angst in the exceptional lyrics. The solo is the absolute pinnacle of Kirk's contributions to the band. And even the music video I find to be cool. Absolutely killer song. Number five for Kevin is The Four Horsemen, old school thrash with a glimpse into the songwriting progression that would make Ride the Lightning such a big step forward. While this may be heavily influenced by Mustaine, these riffs are better executed by Metallica and the lyrics are leagues better than Mechanics. Number four is Atlas Rise. I absolutely love the riffs in this song. The riff section that begins at 3 minutes 12, right before the solo, is my favourite part. Yeah, yeah, that bit's great. I know there are parts that are comparable to Through the Never, a song I don't particularly like, and I don't hear the similarity, but I think this is, overall, the best song on Hardwired, even when you put it up against Spit Out the Bone. James has said it is fun to play, and it's always on the back end of Metallica TV YouTube videos, so obviously the band likes it as well. Hmm, yeah. Three is Sabbath True. I know people love Dream No More, but Sabbath True is the best heavy song Metallica has ever made. The heavy riff just makes you nod your head in the lyrics, as James is very good at doing, are both specific and open to personal interpretation, which invites you to plug yourself into the song on a personal level. Damn, yeah, never really felt the um, thought about the perspective level on that, Kevin, but yeah, that's, that, that's rich. Um, number two is Master of Puppets. The riffs in this song are classic. The lyrics are tremendous. The beautiful change of pace in the middle restores the power of the main riff in the back half of the song. Damn. And this, again, is another example of the essence of Metallica. Oh, man. Um, number one is Creeping Death. This is a song that made me the Metallica fan I am today. We can discuss that story when I come on, but this song is the essence of Metallica, in my opinion. I can't argue. I can't argue. It's great to see Creeping Death as, you know, if not first on these lists, then certainly mentioned in the top three. Pretty much exclusively, it seems to be. Yeah, so, uh, and Sabbath True are there as well. Maybe someone could do some sort of statistics for us, but yeah, you can sort of count in your head. Coming up next is Sebastian. He says, hi, my name is Sebastian, and here are my top ten songs. Uh, sorry for the honourable mentions, but it's hard to choose just ten. So I'll get to the honourable mentions, which are To Live Is To Die, Murder One, uh, Trapped Under Ice, Phantom Lord, Blackened, and Through the Never. And now from Sebastian is number 10, Call of Cthulhu, number 9, Battery, number 8, Judas Kiss. Number 7, Spit Out the Bone, number 6, Damage Inc., number 5, The Shortest Straw, number 4, Injustice for All, number 3, Jump in the Fire, number 2, Metal Militia, number 1, Ride the Lightning. Thank you very much, Sebastian. Jason Wood gets in contact. He says, Hi, Tom. Greetings once again from Tulsa, Oklahoma. I finally got all caught up on your episodes and also signed up to be a patron. Your show is exquisite. Thank you very much for that, Jason. Your show is exquisite and entertaining, so it's the least I could do. I really dug the recent top 10 episode and wanted to throw my list out there for you. Problem is, I can't just pick 10. I just can't. I can't order them either. I love them all so much. Yes, I'm that annoying of a Metallica fan. I'm not as eloquent as I like to be to describe each fave, so let me say each of these songs are special to me because they have one common thread they are empowering and relatable to me in some way shape or form thanks in advance for indulging me and adding five more I'm a deep cut kind of guy sure I love the hits and live staples but I've heard them all so much so here we go he says Killing Time Phantom Lord No Remorse Loman's Lyric 
Prince Charming, The Struggle Within, Eye of the Beholder, Frey Den into Sanity, Trapped Under Ice, Leper Messiah, The Day That Never Comes, Bleeding Me, Hero of the Day, My Apocalypse, and All Nightmare Long. Looking forward to breaking down Hate Train with you. So yeah, Jason's going to come on for Hate Train. That's going to be very cool. He says, P.S. In my opinion, Kirk's best solo is The Unforgiven. Okay, thank you, Jason. Jim gets in contact next. He says, I'm writing this before listening to the episode. I will likely follow up after. Primarily, they are the Thrashers. I love much of the slower ones, but did not feel any necessary necessity to round out my list. I also like many songs after the first four albums, but cannot fit them on this. I doubt there would be any on the top 20 either, as in my honest opinion, even the best songs of the last two albums are not as good as the lesser songs from the first four. This is, a f this is a quick one. I did not overthink it. I'm also not saying that these are the best songs or the most representative of Metallica. They are the ones I am most into. Number 10, The Thing That Should Not Be. Number 9, Metal Militia. Number 8, Ride the Lightning. Number 7, Damage Inc. Number 6, For Whom the Bell Tolls. Number 5, Four Horsemen. Number 4, One. Number 3, Whiplash. Number 2, Blackened. Number 1, Battery. Uh, shout out to Jim. Thank you very much. Robert O'Rourke got in contact then. He said, hey Tom, great episode. I also dug the Devil's Dance one as well. One thing that I will admit, both Load and Reload suffer from is maybe a little bit too much tinkering with the songs. The live versions from 1995 are 2x4 and Devil's Dance smoke their album versions in my opinion. Since it could vary depending on mood or day of the week, I really had to think about my own top 10 list, but here goes. Number 10, Sad But True. Just an outright stomper that never fails to get me excited. It demands a stomp and a headbang. That riff, that groove. Number 9, Until It Sleeps. I don't care what people say, I love this song and video, great lyrics and imagery. Number 8, Orion. The riffs demand air guitaring and head bobbing. Number 7, The Four Horsemen. More so the live version over the Kill Em All version, but this one makes me want to move and sing along hard. Number six is Master of Puppets, a fucking epic, untouchable, except by the rest of my list. Amazing riffs and thoughtful, if not terrifying lyrics. A metal straight edge song? Maybe. Yeah, I do. I guess the interpretation of that song are just plentiful, aren't they? Number five is Creeping Death, another epic, a riff that symbolises crushing and bloodletting. Great storytelling in the lyrics. Now he says, from number four to one could rotate anyway, depending on my mood. Uh, so number four is Outlaw Torn. I love the slow drive of this song. The lyrics are powerful. Never forget seeing this with the orchestra at St. Luke's at MSG. Wow. Uh, yeah, I think we're going to talk about that. Uh, number three is Fixer. Let's talk about this real soon. He says, yeah, there we go. Number two is Damage Inc. The definition of showering bones and collecting fucking heads. The lyrics are incredible. The song makes me want to tear faces off and put my foot through someone's chest. <laughs> number five, Fade to Black, a personal song. I'm sure everyone has a fade story, and mine's probably not too different from many others. I love this song, be it the lightning version or the live version. Perfect song, in my opinion. All right, keep up the great work, bro. Uh, can't wait to talk to you this weekend. So, yeah, me and Bob are actually going to do an episode uh, very soon as well on the Load Era. So that will be uh, interesting as well. Um, and final, final email comes from Michael Bracken. He says, hi, Tom, my name's Michael. I've been listening to the podcast through YouTube since some time in July or August, but haven't got round to shooting you an email until now. I would love to come on the podcast at some point in the future, if possible, and we're going to sort that out, definitely. Uh, getting this list of 10 songs was as frustrating as I expected. I'm kicking myself over having to leave off incredible songs like Black and Cthulhu. But anyway, here goes. Number 10, Now That We're Dead. This song has everything I'd asked for from Modern Metallica. The riffs are groovy and insanely catchy. James's vocals are rich and gritty, and I never get tired of that chunky section five minutes in. The lyrics have something of a gothic tinge to them as well, which I really appreciate. Number 9 is Outlaw Torn, haunting and ambitious. The lyrics here make me think of Cliff, although I can't speak to how accurate that assessment is. It also boasts one of my favourite solos from Kirk. That guitar just screams. 8 is Bleeding Me. Uh, this is another rousing epic from Load. Full disclosure, I love that album. It's all good, man. It's all good, Michael. <laughs> one of the most sonically compelling tracks with more excellent lyrics from James. Number 7 is The Unforgiven Free. I love all The Unforgivens pretty much equally, but didn't want to clog up the list, so I figured I'd go with one that seems to be a, get the least amount of it appreciation. Great lyrics, great vocal melodies, and one of the best solos on Death Magnetic. Number 6 is To Live Is To Die. I'll take this over Orion any day, truth be told. Wow. The main riff is absolutely crushing, and the middle section is deeply moving. One of their finest musical achievements. Yeah, I think that's true. 
Five is Battery, yep. This is the only puppet song to make the cut. To be honest, I'm not as big on the album as some of their other work. The songs are great, don't get me wrong, they just don't grab me as much. This song is an exception though. The tasteful acoustic intro into the explosive gallop, and the grinding riff that closes it out. Just awesome, pure and simple. Yeah, so right, so right. Four is For Whom the Bell Tolls. Maybe the most well-crafted Metallica song. The way each section carefully builds off the last provides the music with so much breath, and then of course there's that electrifying intro that always gets my hairs on end. The top three says is pretty much interchangeable. Number three is uh, Fade to Black. Perhaps the first Metallica song I truly loved. A perfect melding and progressing of fresh elements. Can you believe a couple of kids wrote a song so emotionally rich? The opening solo might be Kirk's best, yeah, it very well might be. Number two is Day That Never Comes. More great vocal melodies from this album. There's a certain sadness to the verse riff that really gets me in a way nothing else does. I've heard a lot of complaints about the second half of this song, but I think it still kicks ass. I don't... Yeah, that confuses me, Michael, to be honest. I love that song, and the second half especially is my favourite part, actually. Number one is one. In the same vein as set Fade to Black, a seamless blend of crushing heaviness and heart. The instrumentation is both complex and beautiful, and the lyrics tell an, uh, an incredibly effective narrative. From the first note, its bleakness is overwhelming, but I'll never get tired of it. Yeah, it really does have a kind of suffocating... Um misery to it doesn't it but i want to say thank you uh, to everyone for their emails today i love reading those um i think you agree there was some awesome emails uh, some excellent dissection of personal top tens and it was a joy to read them out and i hope you guys enjoyed listening uh leave us your top tens below i mean i won't do another episode reading out more top tens. well maybe i don't know we'll see we'll see what happens but just comment them let us know tell a friend about this show um get in touch with the show as well metallicapod at gmail.com if you want to come on and do a song let me know um we've got pretty much you know quite quite you wouldn't be on the you wouldn't be on the show until like july next year so i've I've got a few things open but pretty much like you know um stuff like leper messiah low man's lyric um i'm not like trying to sell them i know they'll eventually get sold you know i've not got anyone on for um purify or whatever like that but anyway yeah this has been tom thank you so much for listening uh check out the metal podcast episode as i said before please subscribe to the channel please comment leave us a review on itunes as well if you enjoy the show they're greatly appreciated um always get in touch you know um whatever you want to know about correspondence etc but yeah thank you as ever guys for listening um this show is a real joy to make and people seem to really be digging it so thank you so much again um you know download numbers are growing and growing which is always great to see as well so Take care, guys. Thank you again. Bye.